when he went there and he called them, mm-hmm. that's what he's doing right now. He's calling. Mm, he's calling. Yes. You are the beginning of the discipleship of Christianity the way it's supposed to be mm-hmm. with God's glory, his greater glory. This is the end time greater glory that's happening right now. It could go on for a hundred years. It could go on for a thousand years. It could go on for five more days mm-hmm. before oh. the sun returns. Nobody knows when the sun returns. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out his spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring and we equip for that outpouring so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have with us our friend Ivan Tuttle. We've had him with us three times before on this podcast, but now he has been here with us and we have experienced something new of the releasing of the greater glory of God. And we're going to talk about that today. Stay tuned. We're so glad that you're with us today. Before we get started, if you haven't gone to our website yet, we invite you to do so, globaloutpouring.net, and have a look around and have a look at our blogs and our bookstore, and you can use our donation page to help pay it forward and help us keep going on this podcast. And you can help us with staying in touch with us. There's a place where you can send feedback to us, or you can email us at feedback at globaloutpouring.org. And today we have with us our friend. He's really become our friend. We're, we know that we're friends for eternity. Ivan Tuttle, welcome to the podcast today, Ivan. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. We have just had a glory time this past weekend, and we want to encourage people to go out to our YouTube channel or our Facebook page and enjoy what the Lord has poured out. We had six sessions, wasn't it? Seven, I think, wasn't it? Six or six, seven. seven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Maybe there was 10. I don't <laughs> it just felt like it kept going. Yes. Yeah. And and because of the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that happened there, it's going to keep going. So we just want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to to look at those. So we'll put links to those in our show notes. But we also want to talk about, uh, you've been doing this for some time now. Just tell us a little bit about how the Lord showed you that that this greater glory was coming. Well, yeah, the Lord showed me it was actually in August of 2020. The Lord released it to me and said, hey, you know, his his glory is going to start hitting the earth right after the election. Mm Mm-hmm. And the, of course, the election came and went and came and went and, you know, just waiting, waiting, waiting. And I was getting discouraged. Because you you hadn't seen anything. (laughs) I'm like, okay, God, where is this? You know, Mm -hmm. because I'm expecting to see the glory outpouring at different places. I'm I'm expecting this. I'm I'm waiting to see it happen. And I didn't see anything happen. And then January 10th, I'm sitting in a church in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and the Lord spoke to me right then and there. And he said, what happened last Tuesday? I said, what do you mean? He says, what was that? And I said, do you mean January the 6th? And he, you know, he's speaking to me about it. And God said, yes, the election is now over. Mm-hmm. Certified. Certified. That was the day. Whether you agree with it or not, it was certified. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm in the front of this church and I'm, I'm probably 10 minutes before I'm supposed to speak. And then the Lord said, I want you to start releasing the glory. Mm -hmm. 
I was, I'll be very blunt with you, I was not expecting to do anything like that, not at all. Mm-hmm. There was no way I was going to be doing anything at all. Oh, mm-hmm. but you're expecting God to do it. Right. <laughs> and I was expecting to see it happening. That's yeah. all. I was uh-huh. just the mouth saying, hey, here it comes, you know. Right, mm-hmm. right. But then the Lord said, remember Bruce Allen, mm-hmm. his word. And I'm like, yes. He says, I want you to take that and go back to the sound booth, have them play that. Mm-hmm. when I tell you to have them play it. And then what you're going to do is you're going to start releasing the glory of God. Wow. Well, I couldn't stop crying. Hmm. I mean, tears are running down my face. And I'm a typical guy, but, you know, nowadays we just don't carry hankies or anything like that. And <laughs> so I'm looking for the box of Kleenex, you know, and I'm grabbing some and I'm trying to, and I've got to speak. And it, when you cry like that and stuffs your nose up, it's kind of hard to speak. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. But I... I, I did what I was supposed to do. I went in the back and told him, I said, look, you started at this point and ended at this point, And that's what I want you to do. And I got up front and then Bruce Allen's words came out, you know, when the mm-hmm. time came and God said to release his glory, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that there's pockets of glory that's going to come and they're going to start in the United States. And eventually it's going to explode. And then it's going to go from the U S mm-hmm. all over the world. But one of the key places it's supposed to hit it is Israel. Mm-hmm. So because there's a connection between the United States and Israel, okay, they're a nation founded by God. We're a nation founded in God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. And we are a nation, when you think about it, that was founded for freedom to worship him, yeah. not freedom to have all kinds of religion. That's never the intent of, the, of our forefathers. That's exactly. not what it was. Mm-hmm. It was freedom to worship him in any way we wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I went and did it, and I started releasing the glory then, and then God has directed me different places I want you to go to to release the glory. Mm-hmm. So that's what's been happening. And, of course, now I saw the glory being released. Yes, tell us about that, because you, sure. s- you saw it in 1978. 19- tell, give, us a, give us a little background, and we can send people back to the, okay. your testimony one that we did uh, the first time we had it. Sure. You. So, so in 1978, when I died, you know, one of the things that happened, I went to hell, went to heaven, and while I was in heaven, uh, the Lord was showing me how the glory is going to be released, because I got to see things of the past, present, and future, and I watched the glory being released, and I knew it was starting in the end of 2020. And you wrote that in your book. I wrote that in my book. Page, page 170. 170. <laughs> 170. If you look at page, the bottom paragraph of 170 and the top paragraph, the top two paragraphs of 171, and it talks about exactly what's going to happen. Tell us the name of your book. Oh, it's called A Journey to Hell, Heaven, and Back. Okay, we'll put a link to that. All right, good. So, yeah, it's A Journey to Hell, Heaven, and Back, uh, and Sid Roth did the foreword on it. So, mm-hmm. Destiny Image and, and It's Supernatural Press. Or combined on that. Yeah. Excuse me for interrupting. Carry oh, no, on. that's right. So, <laughs> where were we? No. <laughs> so, I saw this and I wrote about it because it started in the end of 2020. It just began, and, and really, God released me to do it in 21, the first month of 2021. Mm-hmm. And so, I've been going to different places like Amarillo, Texas, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a little place in Kansas, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You know, just different individual areas where the mm. glory is being released. Well, and now here. and here and here, oh, here yeah, <laughs> finally, you know, a, a big major release here too. And uh, but I will, I have to say, here is a different thing because everybody that was here that participated in it, 
got more from it than any place I've ever been. So wow. it's wow. like this glory has exploded and growing mm. because being able to explain things like what's going on in Asbury, what's going on in Sanford and what's happening in the beaches of California, <laughs> the McDonald's in the Netherlands, you know, being able to talk <laughs> about that now, mm-hmm. that brings more, uh, I, I don't know what you want to call it, evidence or more power mm-hmm. where people are starting to go, aha, I see what you're talking about. Yes, yeah. it's here. You're yes. right. It it's is the here. knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Right. right. I mean, the glory of the, the, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I mean, it, his glory right. has been here all along, but it's now our eyes are being opened to it. Yes, and all these correct. events going on like Asbury, it's spreading. It's all over like Instagram, YouTube, the TikTok. What's, mm-hmm. It's just, uh, just, and they can't stop it. It's just, uh, just amazing. And our brother that was at Asbury, our a Malaysian brother that was there for three years, that mm-hmm. he was wearing these placards, you know, of, you know, this is the great awakening. Jesus is coming the, mm-hmm. all over Asbury. He said, it's like COVID. You're going to catch it. It's yes. contagious. Everybody's going <laughs> to catch contagious. it. contagious. <laughs> Even those who think they've been vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but, you know, speaking of that, if you don't mind me just going in a Carry little bit. Carry on. Here. One of the things that I saw happen, and, and I also talked about this with the prophetic release I gave January 7th this year, is that there are some people out there right now that are high up in satanic worship mm-hmm. that are going to get rocked by God. Hallelujah. Oh, and I mean rocked by God. And some of these people are going to find out there's going to be an awakening. Mm-hmm. An outpouring that causes an awakening mm-hmm. even in that community. Wow. And some of these people are going to have to realize and they're going to have to admit there is a God. Mm-hmm. There is Jesus, the son of God. And some of those people are going to turn their lives over. This is the year it's going to begin. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. There's going to be some that's going to happen and it's going to grow and grow and grow. I believe it. And more and more are mm-hmm. going to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's amazing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be easier to get some people like that. Mm-hmm. to accept Jesus Christ than it is to get some people that have been going to church for years. Wow. wow. That's scary. It is scary, but it's true because <laughs> some people just think you just got to be good. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. You saw some of those in hell, didn't you? I did. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, not to step on people's toes, but Jesus was really good at doing that too. Um, you know, there were more people in hell that believed in once saved, always saved. But I'm going to clarify what I mean by that. Once saved, always saved, than there were from the demonic teachings. Now, what I mean by that is that there are so many people out there that's been taught that you can read a card mm-hmm. and you've given your life to the Lord. Or you could have a real experience and accepted Jesus <laughs> as your Savior. And then you can go out and do whatever you want, and it's okay because God's already forgiven you. Or God forgives you of your future sins before you even commit them. Oh, my. How can you oh. repent of sins that you've never committed? You can't repent until and change until, you know, because repentance means change. Right. Go the opposite. It means go, you know, 180 from where you were, not 360. That's a doctrine <laughs> of know? demons. It is. And and so you can be once saved, always saved. Mm-hmm. You can. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot of people that are, mm-hmm. and they'll be in heaven. Mm-hmm. But there are so many people that believe once saved, always saved, and they went into a life that you wouldn't believe. I mean, they, they're getting drunk, they're beating their spouse, they're, you know, they're into pornography, they're 
into video games. They're into terrible, terrible things. Mm. But their belief, they believe that I gave my life to the Lord and I'm going to go to heaven. But then when you read in the Bible, the Bible says these kind of people will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. So you can't have both. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's so. and it's not that you like there's a difference between a stumble into a sin. Right. And a practicing of sin. Well, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, you can stumble into a sin uh driving and repent. driving too fast and somebody in front of you is too slow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you speak I words was, over them. <laughs> I was I was trying to say that, you know, confessing my sins, you know. <laughs> no, it was not the snow, slow one, but you know. <laughs> but you know, things that happen are one thing. But if you have what I call hidden intentional sin, yes. That's a sin like a lot of people have in church. They mm-hmm. they are the most holy person you could imagine. Mm-hmm. They're in the big praise and worship, but when they get home, Mm-hmm. Or they get alone in their car, their motor home, their truck, or wherever they're at, their office, backyard, you know, up in their attic, in their basement, and they start looking at pornography. Mm-hmm. Or they start texting their girlfriend or boyfriend mm-hmm. when they're married. Mm-hmm. And they start doing this, and they start doing that, and they start getting into these things. That is a hidden, intentional sin, because mm-hmm. they're, they're intending to go do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... And that's the kind of thing that lands them in hell. It's going to put you in hell so fast, it'll mm-hmm. make your head spin. Wow. 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 Time to turn. You're intentionally yeah. sinning. Right. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, listen, if you hear me talk about this and it's touching you and you know you're the one doing it, the only way you can rectify it is that you have to go to to God on your own, talk to Jesus, and, and, and very privately and I, I say this privately because mm-hmm. this is not something that has to be public for everybody to know exactly. that you had a hidden intentional sin. Nobody, you know, nobody else has to really know that. God knows it. You know it. You need to stop it. Mm-hmm. And you need to ask God to forgive you. Mm-hmm. And I always say you have to do the James 4, 7. Mm-hmm. Submit yourselves then. Maybe put it like this. Submit yourselves, comma, then, comma, to God, period. Submit that sin to God. Give all of it to him. Say, here it is, God. Mm-hmm. Now you give it to him. You have to do your part. Mm-hmm. Your part is the second half of the verse that everybody quotes, but they don't quote the first part. That's true. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Mm-hmm. He will run from you. It doesn't mean he's going to leave you alone that second that you start resisting him, mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. will run away from you. Mm-hmm. Listen, People say, oh, Jesus needs to just take this from me. I think Jesus did his part dying on the cross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did pretty much everything right then and there. Right. Wow. He made it, everything available mm-hmm. to you. Now you give it to him, say, I'm done with it. Here it is. And then you resist. Then when the temptation yes. comes, you say, uh-uh, no, I plead the blood of Jesus. I'm, I'm done. No, I want nothing to do with that. No, I buried it. Mm-hmm. I leave it behind me. I'm not saying you won't be tempted. Right. Mm-hmm. But you have to resist. You have to do your part. There's a part that you do. Mm-hmm. We are not puppets. God never puts strings on us. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have his hand up our back, moving us all around like one of those <laughs> ventriloquist dummies. You know, <laughs> we have a free will. Right. But yeah. we also, with that free will, we have to understand we have a portion that we have to do. We have to resist. Right. Mm-hmm. But once you resist, pretty soon the temptation goes away. Yeah. It's true. And that temptation is the devil fleeing from you saying, I'm done. Yeah. I'm over. 
Uh, yeah, I'm not going to keep on I think on there was a, a statement you made. If you What you feed... Well, yeah, what you feed grows, what okay. you starve dies. So no matter it. what you yeah. feed, uh -huh. physically, spiritually, mentally, financially, everything, what you feed grows, mm -hmm. what you starve dies. Mm -hmm. It's just a basic law that God put here on earth. Wow. Mm -hmm. So everything that you feed yourself, that's what comes out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so what you feed yourself is what you have. That's what you have. Mm -hmm. If you feed yourself things of God, that's what you'll have inside of you. Mm -hmm. If you sit there and you go, well, there's some things of God here and there's some things of the world here that I like. And you start feeding yourself more of the world. That's what you're going to have. Right. Mm -hmm. And God's going to have this little dinky part way in the back mm -hmm. for Sundays reserved only. Yeah. Oh boy. Coat closet. Yes. And then you're basically lukewarm. Yeah. Yes. My favorite phrase to use now. Talk because... to us some more about that because you dealt with it quite a bit during the services. Well, it's because, look, we have been taught and raised, and the pastors were taught when they went to seminary school, and, and, and I said it right this time, <laughs> seminary school. <laughs> and, Sometimes and, he says cemetery. Yeah, yeah cemetery, yeah. And, and Bible college, and they've been taught, and pastors were taught that, look, what we have to do is we need to take people and teach them how to be good, mm -hmm. how to be nice. doesn't say that in the Bible. No, it doesn't. What it says to become a Christian, that's what we thought Christians were nice people. Mm -hmm. The reality of it is Christians were disciples first. Right. Mm -hmm. And because these disciples were so much like Christ, they called them Christians, mm -hmm. meaning Christ-like. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if you're a Christian and you want to call yourself a Christian, you better be a disciple. Mm -hmm. You better be on fire for God. Mm -hmm. You better be out there doing something for God. And when I mean doing something for God, you should be doing the same signs, miracles, and wonders that Jesus did. Exactly. And don't sit there and try to tell me you're not worthy enough because you are worthy enough or he wouldn't have died on the cross for you to do it. Exactly. He died on the cross not just to forgive you of your sins, but to set you on fire so that you can take whatever it is that he has given you, which is life. Mm -hmm. He's given you power. Mm -hmm. He's given you authority. He's given you dominion over all of these things. You have it. You're not a second-class citizen. Mm -hmm. You're not a second-class mm -hmm. person. He made you mighty and powerful in him. Mm -hmm. Now go out and do the same things that Jesus did. Jesus said, those that believe in me will do the things that I do in greater Mm -hmm. He also, even before that, he said, go and make disciples. He didn't say go and make Christians. That's right. Mm -hmm. We've yeah. got it all wrong. We've been going out trying to make Christians thinking what Christians are. Oh, they're just good people. No, mm -hmm. that's not what a Christian is. A Christian is a disciple of Christ. Right. And if you want to call yourself a Christian, you need to be a disciple of Christ. You need to be laying hands on the sick, mm -hmm. watching them get healed. Mm -hmm. You need to cast out demons. You need to raise the dead. Mm -hmm. You need to fill people with the Holy Spirit. You need to do these things. You need to walk in a light you've never walked in before. You need to learn about giving. And I'm not just talking about money. You need to learn about giving of yourself, giving the glory of God that's in you out to other people. And when you start understanding the principle of giving, mm -hmm. because every time you give something, that God has given you and you give it away, he'll double that. He'll triple it. He'll quadruple it. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing you know, you've got so much glory on you, you don't know what to do. <laughs> You're looking for more people every day. You wake up in the morning excited to go find somebody, mm -hmm. wow. you know, or some group of people or whatever. And God will lead you and direct you because then what happens is as you start doing this, you start hearing the word of God better. 
Mm-hmm. Because in order to walk in his glory, you have to hear what he's telling you to do. Right. And you will start hearing him the more you start doing. Mm-hmm. So if you ever get to a point, God just told me to bring this up. Good. If you ever get to a point where you think, I just don't hear from God, it's because you're not doing anything for God. Ooh. Ooh, wow. If you start doing things for God, you'll start hearing from God. Mm-hmm. That's Why good. is he going to talk to you if you're just standing still? Mm-hmm. That song, you know, like a tree planted by still water, I will not be moved. That's an old song. We need to leave that song back where it was, and we need to say, I'm on the move for God, okay? I don't mean anything wrong by it, but, I mean, you know, that was a great song, but yeah. we need to be moving for God. Mm-hmm. That's God's looking for mm-hmm. people that are moving. Yeah. When he asked them to be fishers of men and he called them to leave everything they had, they had to move. They had to take an action. They had to make a commitment to go do something. Right. Well, if you're truly a Christian, which means you're truly a disciple, then you need to be doing something. If you're not, and you're just going to church and you're just enjoying your Sunday and being a good person, you're lukewarm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Period. There's no and, nice way to put it. And what does Jesus say about the lukewarm ones? Yeah, well, I'd spit, but I think I'd get it all over the microphone. But, you know, <laughs> he just, done, spit you out of my mouth. That's yeah. what he's going to do. Yeah. So we don't want to be lukewarm. And and no. the release of the glory right now, it's the, the awakening to the, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord that's here. And you've been seeing people receiving this. Yes. And then, so what are they doing with it? Oh, some of the people are going out and they're taking this glory that they get and they're going out and they're laying hands on people. They're watching miracles happening, mm-hmm. heart attacks stopping. These aren't just you know, pastors, right? No, not pastors at all. These are lay people, what mm-hmm. everybody calls lay people, which are really the lay people are the church. They're the ones that are really supposed to be doing everything. Mm-hmm. People don't know that. First century church, that's who did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they also didn't have microphones back then. <laughs> <laughs> So the people were amongst themselves, they did these things. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to be going out and doing these things, you know, the lay people. So I'm hearing stories, in, and I say stories because that's what they are. They're telling me mm-hmm. in story time, you know, mm-hmm. we went to this place. We laid hands on this person. They had cancer. They don't have cancer now. Hallelujah. You know, mm-hmm. somebody has raised yeah. somebody from the dead. You know, Thank somebody you is it. doing this. Somebody's doing that. Uh, healings are taking place. People are getting filled with the Holy Spirit. People are getting saved. Uh, mm-hmm. It's happening in grocery stores. It's happening in restaurants. It's happening any place and every place. It's just happening. You know, Thank it doesn't you, matter. It's happening in schools. When you see children get on fire for God and they're getting this glory, they're in the meetings and they get this glory and the little kids start doing things, you know, mm-hmm. and then things start to manifest in areas like you've never seen before, like rainbows coming up over top of a place Wow! that there's no reason for a rainbow to be there. And all of a sudden there's this little half rainbow just sitting up above this church for something that's going on inside the church Wow! where things are happening. So there are many, many things that pretty soon I'm going to have to start recording a lot of them, Yeah, you know, and it's going to have to be another book or something that, you know, God's miracles, you know, we're moving among people because mm-hmm. this is what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Here's what I want you to think about right now. Who did Jesus go to first to become his disciple? Peter and it's James. Peter and James. Peter and James. James and John, John. were brothers, and uh-huh. Peter and. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking of Andrew or? Yeah, I think yeah. Andrew. Andrew was the one that went after Peter and said, "We found the Messiah." We found the Messiah. Right. Messiah. Yeah. So, when he went there, and he called them, mm-hmm. that's what he's doing right now. He's calling. Mm. He's calling. Yes. Now. You are the beginning of the discipleship 
of Christianity the way it's supposed to be mm-hmm. with God's glory, his greater glory. This is the end time greater glory that's happening right now. It could go on for a hundred years. It could go on for a thousand years. It could go on for five more days mm-hmm. before oh. the sun returns. Nobody knows when the sun returns, right. but oh. our focus shouldn't be on the sun return. Our focus should be on the people that if he did return, they need to get saved. But not mm-hmm. just that Jesus didn't mm-hmm. go out trying to grab people just to get them saved. Right. Mm -hmm. He went out to people to get them healed. Right. So they could see the power and the might and the glory of God Mm -hmm. through him. Mm -hmm. He is the father, the son, the Holy spirit. And when he went to do those things as he went to go out and do them, that's what we're supposed to do. And because if you go out there doing signs, miracles, and wonders, people are going to say, what do you have? Mm -hmm. What is this? Mm -hmm. And they'll flock to you. Mm -hmm. You're not a church. The disciples, and, and the other disciples that broke off from them, the thousands of disciples that were out there on the earth, they weren't, you know, they weren't opening up churches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they weren't in front of the church. Yeah. They uh-huh. were the church. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just like everybody else that's out there. They were the people going out and doing mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So think about it. You're going to be out there and these people right now, you're at the ground floor. Mm-hmm. You're just being called into it. Mm-hmm. Now you get to walk with Jesus. You're Amen. walking in his glory. Mm-hmm. This is the glory that his father sent for us. Mm-hmm. Just like his father sent him, his father's saying, here's his glory. Jump in. You're in the beginning stages. Drop your nets. Come with me. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's yeah, good. Love it. So now this year. This year is the first heavy, heavy year, yeah. 2023, where it's going like crazy. Yeah. 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 Can you explain a little, like, for, we have, a, like, Asbury, you know, these are students, and percentage that go to church is very small. I haven't been to church. They have no religious idea of anything like us who that grew generation. up in That generation yeah. doesn't. Like us who grew up in the church, and yet the God is just pouring through them without them having knowledge, you know, all the stuff that we the background. have. The background. Well, well there's a good reason for it. It's because of that lack of background. Uh-huh. In other words, here it is. The reason why he said, well, I, I always joke around. There's two things, but I'm not joking. I'm serious. They're Generation Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no other letters left in the alphabet. So I guess <laughs> yeah. it's the end time. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Generation Z. So you have to think about that. So now you have Generation Z and it's the end. They have no religious upbringing. Most of the people in Generation Z don't even know about hell. They don't even know about true repentance, how you have to ask Jesus into your life. They don't know any of that. Mm -hmm. They just go and somebody tells them it's church and, hey, we throw Frisbees and Ah! we have fun and we do this. And they have no idea. And then they sat there and they heard a message from the chaplain about love. Mm -hmm. That was it. There was nothing else. Then worship came in. Oh, praise God. Mm-hmm. Worship came in. Mm-hmm. See, because when worship comes in, the glory is released. The angels are released. Mm-hmm. They just started worshiping God. They couldn't stop mm-hmm. God's glory. God just said, here it comes. Mm-hmm. His glory came down and it hit. It hit these this generation of people that have no concept of religion. Mm-hmm. They yeah. don't know that God's supposed to be in this little box and that's all he can Amen. do. <laughs> they didn't know that he has to be this religion or that religion or do baptisms this way or have this or have that or do this. They just felt his presence yeah. mm-hmm. and they flowed with it. 
Yeah. Amen. Just like they did in the upper room. Okay. In the upper room, they weren't taught religion because there wasn't religion on the earth in the mm-hmm. upper room. Mm-hmm. Religion came <laughs> later, many, many hundreds of years later, before they came out with religion. You know, I think the Pharisees had a pretty good handle on it. Well, the Pharisees had a form of demonic <laughs> twisting of the word, right? But not really religion. Okay, <laughs> uh, we won't go in there. But <laughs> religion was set up and made by man. Mm-hmm. God didn't make religion. Mm-hmm. God made His glory. Amen. So God's glory has fallen in this generation. Z, this this group of people that have no concept of anything got the glory. Yeah. And now uh-huh. they're flowing in the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it's hitting them so strong. They don't know what to, and they can't stop it. Nobody can stop what God has put into motion. Even though the president had to, you know, drop it down and we can't let, because there were just too many people coming there, worshiping what was going on instead of worshiping God. Ooh. And that's Ooh. what was happening. Wow. Because oh, when you start, well put. when yeah. you start thinking, about, oh, I'm worshiping that place. Mm-hmm. because it's not supposed to be about a place. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why when they got it, pretty soon Sanford got it, which is in Alabama, and then Yale, Harvard, the Lee. beaches in California. What's the other one? Lee University. Lee University. All these places, it starts breaking out. Mm-hmm. Then it breaks out in Canada. It breaks out in South America. It breaks out overseas. breaks out in the Netherlands. But it hits hardest in Israel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're going to the place where they have not accepted him as the Messiah, yeah, and then they're singing Yeshua. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know, I wish I could sing. I'd start singing that song because that's just you know, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, the power behind that. Powerful then they're singing in the uh, where the upper room is. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, this is powerful. There's such an outbreak of God's glory that's happening in Israel mm-hmm. because yeah. the way the United States and Israel is connected. Amen. Mm-hmm. There's such a connection on that. Amen. Uh, it's true. It's powerful. It's true. You know, you're talking about uh, the upper room. Before before we go there, I want to ask you this question. When you saw this move in 1978, you, you were in heaven and you saw yes. it on the timeline. Did you actually see it in Asbury? That's one of the many places I saw it in. But you, you, you literally saw that place get lit up with it. Yes. That is so exciting to yes. know. But there is another place as well. So mm-hmm. I will tell you that Asbury... It's just one of the hotspots. There's going to be another big hotspot coming up, Hmm. you know, in the United States very shortly. And there's also going to be in Israel some things that are going to happen in Israel that are going to blow people's minds. Hallelujah. It's going to blow people's minds. It really is. And what's amazing, you saw this, it was like 47 years ago, Mm -hmm. 1978. (laughs) (laughs) But he didn't even let you talk about it for 35 years. uh, For 35 years, I had to remain silent. Wow. When I was sent back, you know, well, there were a couple of things. Okay, so for 35 years, God was preparing me. But not only that, God was preparing everybody else for yeah. what I had to release. Right. Because if I had to talked about this stuff back then, mm-hmm. let's say 1980, I came out with it. Mm-hmm. Nobody would talk to me. Mm. Nobody would want to do the book. Mm-hmm. Churches would think I'm on some wacko. You know, they probably still do. Yeah. But you know, I'm okay with that. But I wouldn't be here. I mean, I wouldn't be anywhere because nobody would understand it. Mm-hmm. And so God was curing me and curing the earth since we talked about curing the other night you know like a cured ham that's right like a cured ham (laughs) (laughs) or a cucumber becoming a pickle cucumber becoming a pickle 
Yeah. So, you know, God was curing things, you know. Yeah. And Getting now ready. the world is ready for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're ready. Right. So the Lord showed me when he gave us this new name, Global Outpouring, he showed me that what's coming, this outpouring that's coming is going to be like the book of Acts on steroids. Absolutely. So since you saw the timeline, you saw a lot of biblical events. I don't know that you saw all of the biblical events, but can you describe for us some of the things that you saw from the book of Acts? You've told us uh, on an earlier podcast about what you saw when Peter's shadow was healing people. Right. Tell us what you can, what the Lord will permit you to tell, because there's still lots of things that, that you haven't been permitted to say. Right. But tell us what you can about the book of Acts and what you saw to give us an indication. If that was the first fruits, like like Jesus was was resurrected on the Feast of First Fruits, and that day the priest would go out into the barley fields and find the one here and the one there, that those stalks were fully ripe and they were ready to be picked. And then they would take those and wave them before the Lord, a sheaf of them. But you'd have to go through the whole field to find enough of the, the right ones. Right. So it's just the one here and there. If the book of Acts is the first fruits of the harvest that's coming in now in these end times, tell us from that perspective what you saw so that we can expect the big the big version of it. Well, well, first of all, okay, so the upper room, let's, let's start there. In the upper room, there were visible tongues of fire. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't fire, but it, it's the glory of God that glows so much it looks like fire that was on top of them. How big was it? And um, can you guys see this on the radio? I guess. That's about two foot. It, it, it's at least two feet. Some of them were three feet, some were taller wow. some are shorter oh that looks better than a little tiny but, flame a lot mm-hmm. of the paintings yeah have. yeah yeah but it's not a flame they could only call it tongues of fire because of the shape of it you know going mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. but it was the glory of god it was so powerful it was the light of the god the glory that shined on them because that was the beginning of it coming to the earth mm-hmm. there was a there was a visual sign of it now, it's been here on the earth since then, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but God is now releasing his glory again, because when that happened, listen, they went from the upper room and they went out and everybody that they came into contact with received the Holy Spirit. Everybody that they came into contact with got the glory of God wow. on them. Mm. They couldn't help it. They would go out and just lay hands, not even telling anybody anything. Mm. And the people would feel the glory of God on them and they would shudder and shake. And there were other things, you know, we we actually were looking at a video of something and we won't go Mm -hmm. into that right now, but the people were shaking. Well, actually back then some people shook too. Wow. And it wasn't just demons in them that was causing them to shake. Mm -hmm. Okay. Although that did happen. Demons would scream and cry. Right. You know. And come out. Because because <laughs> what happened is that, remember when the disciples were trying to cast out a demon and it, Jesus said, it comes by prayer and fasting. Well, mm-hmm. true. But now there's a glory that's out there. Mm-hmm. And this glory that's out there is so strong and prevalent and powerful, you know, that you can walk in something mm-hmm. just like they did. Mm-hmm. Because once mm-hmm. Jesus left the earth, the power that was given to them, the Holy Spirit, when it came down, that glory of God was so powerful on them, 
no matter what they did, where they went, when Peter would walk and his shadow would hit people. But here's the thing. Peter wasn't the only one. Mm-hmm. There were some other people that mm-hmm. had it like that too. Mm-hmm. There was a lady, I don't know her name. God won't bring to remembrance the lady's name, but this lady's walking around and wherever she goes at, if you're within three to six feet of her, you got healed. Wow. Uh, you know, they can't put everything in the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not going to go talk about it because then people go, well, it's not in the word of God. It can't be from God. Yeah. All right. Neither are airplanes, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just when things happen, they mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. This is what's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. This glory release that's coming out here and it's happening. It's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Are there going to be some people that get it and don't do anything? Yeah, they're going to go back to being lukewarm. Mm -hmm. But there's people that are going to get it. They're going to get so on fire for God Mm -hmm. that these signs, miracles, and wonders will follow them. And it's not the televangelist. It's not the the head person, the head honcho. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen with some of them too. Yes, but it's the people. Right. Yeah. That's all. It was all originally designed for the people to do something, right. not for the pastor. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. God said to, to Israel, I want you to be a kingdom of priests. Yes. Mm-hmm. The whole kingdom. Yes. The whole thing. All of us. That he intended for us, for the body of Christ, to be exemplifying him. Right. Mm-hmm. But we have to understand that this is our time. Mm-hmm. If you don't get on fire for God now, you never will be. Wow. You will be lukewarm and you will be spit out of his mouth. Ouch. Period. If you're attending a church that makes you feel great and makes you feel fine, and and it's just really about programs and it's really about this and it's about the music, it's about the song, and it's about my message, and you know it's going to be so perfect, and it comes out, and you guys feel good, and come back next week, and oh, don't forget we have this, this, and this class, and I have nothing against that. But if the power of God is not moving mm-hmm. and you're not on fire for God and you're not getting something, that church is going to die mm-hmm. because it can't survive in this current condition that the glory is in right now. Mm -hmm. This current condition, this current water flow, if you want to call it, Mm -hmm. of the glory of God that's flowing on the earth right now, Mm -hmm. it's going to dry up. These places that are going to become deserts are churches that don't Mm -hmm. move in the glory of God. It's churches where the pastors aren't going to allow the people to have that glory, to operate in that. Mm -hmm. They're going to die. Yeah. Or they're just going to be pockets of lukewarm people sitting there. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be condemning everybody that's doing the things that God wants you to do. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Because it doesn't fit in their box. Right. Their religious box. It doesn't fit in it. Right. And we can't dare to live as people pleasers. No. No. We have to be God pleasers. So hopefully that answers some of your question. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, please ask more if you S- have. Signs yeah. and wonders and miracles were being done all the time in the book of Acts, right? All, all the time. It was yeah. constant, you know. <laughs> they couldn't write all the miracles that Jesus did alone. Right. They couldn't write all the miracles that happened with the people. Mm-hmm. The people, not mm-hmm. not the disciples. They couldn't write those either. Mm-hmm. But the people that the signs, miracles, and wonders were happening with. Yeah. The people. How do you think the church grew by 3,500 people a day? Not because one person went out on the street corner and healed a whole bunch of people. Yeah. It's because a bunch of people went out and healed a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people went out and said, come here. They didn't have Bibles. Yeah. They didn't have church like we know it. Mm-hmm. They went, hey, we're gathering over here 
There's about 3,500 that's going to go over here and gather today. Come on with us. Hear about the man of God, yeah. Jesus, the Son of God, and what he said we can do. Amen. We mm-hmm. can do. Yeah. Not hear about what he did, yeah. but hear about what he released us to do. All right. Mm-hmm. That's what the church was about, what we can do. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it's just coming to me. I'm I'm thinking about what happened on the day of Pentecost and and how, you know, there were people there from many different nations because it was one of God's feasts. This didn't just happen because it was the beginning of the church. Correct. It, it happened because they were there because that was a feast that God had told them to come to. So they came from all these different nations. They heard the disciples speaking in their languages. You know, they, they probably would have understood some Hebrew because, you know, they didn't necessarily lose all of that when they but they were they were out in the diaspora. They were dispersed as Jews. They were they were out in the nations, but they came back and they caught this and they took it home with them. You know, they mm-hmm. they talk about uh, in Egypt. We've been in Egypt a few times. And one of the things that, that the Coptic Church talks about is that Somebody was there on the day of Pentecost and brought it back to Egypt. It was before, was it Mark? I think it was the Apostle Mark that came there and, and brought his his part of it. But but there were people that were there on the day of Pentecost that came back and brought it to their people mm-hmm. then already, even before one of the apostles got there. And I think that's what, what we're seeing. That would be like a first fruits of what we're going to see now where— People have come from the nations. Maybe some people came to Asbury or wherever wherever it's breaking out. People come there and then they take it home and, and God pours it out again. Yeah. Where, where is the scripture in the Bible, if somebody can look it up real quick, where it says they heard them speak in their language? Can you find that? Because I have oh, a yes. it's a, it's, it's, I, I know, truth. but find it real quick and yeah, ask yeah. if mm-hmm. you can. I can find it. Just a second. And, and I, I want you to look at it because I'm going to open your eyes to something okay. on here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you find it, I want you to read what it says. And they heard them speak in their language. Mm-hmm. So you want the whole list? You don't it's, want the whole list of people. No, just, just, just the last part. Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. Okay. Now stop. They were all speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. They were not all speaking in all different languages. Oh, yeah. They heard the right. miracle was not that all these people were speaking in their language. What they say in there is they heard them, uh-huh. all of these people from all these different nations, these different areas, were hearing all of them speak in their language. Yeah. So how could they hear him speaking in Hebrew, speaking in Greek, speaking when they're all... All of them were speaking, not one, but all of them were speaking their language. Oh, wow. That's Hmm. great. What it was, when God showed me this from heaven, Mm -hmm. they were speaking in tongues, just like we do today, Mm -hmm. but all of them heard the message from God in their own language. Right. Hmm. That's what the miracle was. Right. Hmm. Well, that, that reminds me of what's going on with Dr. Billy Brim. Yeah. And when when she speaks in tongues, there's this man named Max that that listens, and he's he's uh, he's from Jordan. He's Arab, and he hears what she's saying in tongues. He hears it in Arabic, and translate it translates it into English, and the Lord gives him 
he gives some phrases and sentences and then a scripture reference. And when you go look up the scripture reference, it is telling something to do with what the word wow. was right before that. Wow. And he, they're doing it all the time. Wow. Love that. Yeah. yeah. So he was, he, so, he's hearing her speak in tongues, but he's hearing Arabic. He's, he's the book, it, book of Acts right there. It's book of Acts. It's absolutely <laughs> book of Acts. Yeah. So See, that's, and, and that's what's going on today because sometimes like I, I can remember when I was 12 years old and I was speaking in tongues mm-hmm. and, and this, we had a, a, a gentleman that was a missionary from the Philippines and he went to the pastor and my mom and said, he's speaking Tungali. Mm-hmm. And the pastor and my mom are looking at each other going, mm, that doesn't sound like it to me. You know? yeah. But the pastor was hearing it in Tangala, I guess is mm-hmm. what I think yeah. is how they pronounce it. I'm not Tagalog, sure. Tagalog, yeah. So it's just mm. kind of. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's one of the miracles. It, I, I think, uh, I think Bruce Allen was talking about his first experience uh, being translated. He okay. was he was translated into a place where he's talk he's speaking Russian. He's, spe- he's, he's speak- speaking English. He's speaking English, and and this girl in Russian, this Russian girl is speaking Russian back to him, and they're understanding each other. It's the same. It's the same principle. Yeah. That's probably what happened. I remember I told you about the demon that got cast out in Russia. Oh yeah. And when I called the demon's name out, which I, mm-hmm. you know, don't, I don't get that very often. I've only had two times when the names ever come up about mm-hmm. a demon's name, mm-hmm. and and I said the demon's name, and you know, you have that little one and a half second or two second delay, and all of a sudden the person over knows, the phone, over the phone, and the person that knows absolutely no English whatsoever heard that name and the demon came out and started screaming, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and nothing was said in Russian, you know, it was just done. Exactly. And boom. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's spirit language. Spirit language. Yeah. You know, there's, there's stuff going on in the spirit realm that, that uh, we're just waking up to. Right. Yeah. Although you had a preview of quite a lot of it. <laughs> Not everything, but a lot. <laughs> now, yeah. th- it's, it's interesting that you, that you bring that particular subject up. Um, you told us that that the the name of that demon is from a video game. Yeah, it, the name of the demon was Zeol, Z E O U L. And and after I got off the phone, I'm like, you know, I was talking to God. I'm like, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that Zeol. And so I looked it up, and it came from a game called World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the demons in the World of Warcraft. So tell us what you saw in 1978 when you were in heaven and, and the, the Lord showed you something about video games. Sure. So the video games, here's what was happening is the demons were salivating, excited that video games were being invented. They know that what was getting ready to be released, mm-hmm. you know, because Satan and his demons have been working on it for years to take people into a unsupernatural, supernatural experience <laughs> into these games to imitate what God would want to do with somebody, mm-hmm. but they want to take you into the dark side of it. Yeah. Right. So in uh. order to do that, they've got to find a way. So now they you know, do the AI, they do all these other things, and they start finding these gaming, and there's the gaming industry, because let me back up for a second. Radio communication came into being because God wanted his word spread to all his people. Mm-hmm. The demonic took over the radio. Mm-hmm. Television came on because God wanted people to see the miracles, signs, and wonders that were happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Christians went, "Oh, can't be from God." Mm-hmm. The demonic took over. The internet came out, 
and the internet came out because God wanted people in remote places all over to be connected so that you can see the the things of God that are happening, et cetera, et cetera, in real time, et cetera. And the Christians went, it's all demonic. Stay off of the internet, stay off of everything. And the demons took over. That's mm-hmm. why pornography is number one on the internet True. instead of God. So I, I'm taking you through this for a reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the the demonic into the games, when the games were coming out and they knew they were coming and they were salivating because they knew they were going to get into these games. So not only are the games filled with demons, mm-hmm. and sometimes I can see the demons in the game that aren't the characters in the game, but you can see the demons in the background. Mm-hmm. I've paused some things. I've seen it. Uh, I probably should take pictures and show people, but sometimes I'm like, okay, people are going to think I'm weird enough as it is, but mm-hmm. know, I could care less. But mm-hmm. you can see these things. They're there. They're real. And you watch what's happening. Watch the crime rate of people that get into these games mm-hmm. has skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killings where sure. people just think, oh, it can kill you because I get an extra life. I get another life. I get another life. I get another life. Yeah. You hear four and five-year-olds saying, oh, yeah, I got an extra life. Oh, no, he got me. All right, I got another life. I got another life. You only have one, mm-hmm. you know, except for on special occasions, you know? <laughs> like yours. <laughs> right. But you're given a life and that's it. You know, mm-hmm. you shoot and kill somebody, they're dead and you're going to prison, mm-hmm. you know? Unless you live in San Francisco, but you know, that's about what is happening right there now that it's horrible, but you know, things like this are happening and, and the demonic was in these games. Now another demon, you know, domestic was a name that God gave me for a demon for this girl just recently, just within the last couple of weeks. And when God, well, it's been three weeks ago, gave me the name of something. I'm like, domestic Lord, that's dumb name, you know, just (laughs) almost Mm -hmm. as bad as the old. Mm-hmm. I look it up and Domestic is in World of Warcraft too. And I'm like, okay, Lord, are we just picking on World of Warcraft or what? <laughs> you know. Wow. And there's many games out there that are much worse mm-hmm. than World of Warcraft from what I understand from people telling wow. me. But God has shown me that these things are in there. These demons are in there. Mm-hmm. And when you call them out, they leave. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to. But people have to understand that, listen, even Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. Come on. Boy, that was a Candy Crush moment, wasn't it? (laughs) Even Candy Crush has a demonic influence because if it can take you away from doing something you're supposed to do with God, it's done its job. Mm -hmm. I've watched people in church when I'm not the speaker Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting in church and I glance around. I look around. I see what people are doing. And they're over there with their phones and they're playing Candy Crush. Some women are in church. My gracious. I see guys playing other stupid games. I don't know what they are, mm. but I see them in there. They're playing games like, yeah, playing, playing to, to church, you know, and wow. they're not paying attention to anything's being done because they're absorbed into the games. Mm. Wow. And these games are getting into the children, mm-hmm. programming the children at a very early age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that when you talk to children about God, children are like, yeah, I don't really want to hear about God. I've got this. I I want to get into this game because I'm the Lord of this game. Ooh. Yeah. You're the Lord of the game. Any game you play, you're the Lord of that game because you're in control. Mm. But you're not in control. <laughs> right. The yeah. thing is, is that God wants you to allow him to be in control. Yes. Mm-hmm. Satan yeah. wants you to think that you've got control. Mm-hmm. Look, the biggest downfall in America or in the world is pleasure. 
Mm-hmm. I need something for me. Right. What do I get out of it? Mm-hmm. What do you have wow. for me? Wow. John F. Kennedy made a statement. Ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. Mm-hmm. I say, ask yes. not what God can do for you, but ask what you can do for God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when you ask God, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. And he allows you, so much will happen. He will do for you. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. It's like Isaiah when he was having that that vision. The Mm -hmm. Lord says, who will go for us? Who can Mm -hmm. I send? Here I am, Lord, Mm -hmm. send Send me. me. Because he had a visitation of the glory. Yeah. And that's maybe that's what it takes is a visitation of the glory of God for people to realize, okay, Lord, I'll do it, you know. But that's what's here, oh, though. Exactly. Brother, that's what's here. Yeah. Exactly. We have the glory of God here yeah. right now. Why aren't we jumping in it? Right. Yeah. Jump in the water. It's the pool of Bethesda being stirred up. Be the first ones in. Amen. Amen. Jump in that pool. <laughs> it's the glory pool because there's glory on the water anyway. So Amen. <laughs> we'll talk about that some other time if we Amen. haven't talked about I, it already. I think we've talked about it on another podcast. So, But we need to understand this, the glory is it's being stirred up. Mm-hmm. Jump in. The angels are stirring it, if you want to call it that. You know, it's happening. God's stirring it. It's above the angels, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's being stirred, and we need mm-hmm. to jump in. Yeah. Jump in and get this glory in. Oh, yes. where it can take you. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. It's just it, mm. just being released. And I can't wait to hear on, on future events mm-hmm. from here, yeah. from these people that we talked about we're going to be doing here with that. Mm. I can't wait to see and hear what these people are doing. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that's the most exciting thing mm-hmm. is when people get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. When they understand yes. the Generation Z got it mm-hmm. because yeah. they don't sit there and go, well, God doesn't fit in this. <laughs> and, and, and the worst thing in the world is to sit there and go to a church and I'm talking to them about what's happening over there. And they go, well, you know, it's really not biblical. <laughs> Those people don't know what they're doing yet. They haven't been taught. Mm-mm. They need to understand that. And I'm looking at these people that oh, say that and I go, my. really, what have you done? Right. What have you done? Uh-huh. Right. What have you done? Tell me. I buried it in the ground. That's right. That's exactly what they did. They buried it in the ground when they got saved mm-hmm. and they got filled with the Holy Spirit and they just thought that's all they're supposed to do. That's I got my little jar and I got it in the backyard and it's buried good and deep and I don't have to worry about a thing the rest of my life. Oh mm-hmm. my. Yeah. And it becomes lukewarm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and they will not hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. No. Wow. But the glory is here. It is. So would you pray for our listeners to Absolutely. receive what what God is pouring out? Because it, it's right there where they are, even if they're listening in Saudi Arabia. Absolutely. Mm, yes. Heavenly Father, Thank you, Father, God, just send your glory, your presence into their home, their place of business, wherever they're at, God, fill it. God, I ask for your tangible glory to flow into their homes to flow into their business, in their cars, wherever they're listening to this, that God, that God, your glory will flow, that God, even the room will brighten, lighten, clouds of glory will come in. Whatever God you need to do, just do it. Make them feel your presence. God, make it so heavy on some of them, God, your kabod glory, that it's so heavy on them, God, that some people don't even know how to stand up and walk. But God, let them understand that this glory that they're receiving right now 
is what they need to take with them and give to someone else. Bless them, God, with the glory so that the glory can be dispersed to someone else so that you can give them more glory and more glory and more glory. And it can just multiply. Yes, God, and just go over them. Flood them with your presence like never before. Teach them, Lord, through your glory, through your glory, that they can go out and do signs, miracles, and wonders. Yes, Lord. And I speak that out in the mighty name of Yeshua. Amen. 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 Just receive it from the Lord. Receive, just breathe it in. He's right there present with you. Just breathe it in and receive it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Once you receive it, start giving it away so it'll multiply. Yes. Hallelujah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Ivan. We're just delighted to have finally met you in person and have you with us here in, in Engeltal, our headquarters, uh, Valley of Angels, uh, as, as it's called in, in German. And uh, we're, we're just delighted that you've been with us and we're fully expecting exponential multiplication of the glory in our lives and in the lives of the people that were touched here and those that are watching or, or have, have watched or will watch the uh, videos of this event that we just had releasing the greater glory. And uh, we look forward to seeing what the Lord is going to do with us together yes. in the future. I, I believe that this is an eternal relationship. Amen. I agree wholeheartedly. Amen. Thank Amen. You. Well, Thank God you so bless much. you. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence. <laughs>